Hello and welcome to episode number 50. Oh my gosh, 5-0. It's episode number 50 of the Fizbo Smarts podcast. We got to have a party or something. Thinking about confetti, corks from champagne bottles flying open. Anyway, okay, maybe not that elaborate. But uh, put it this way, we're going to have a party of some kind. I don't know how. Maybe the way we can celebrate is by playing the intro music. So here we go. Hi, this is Steve Klein with the Fizbo Smarts Podcast, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for sale by owner as it relates to real estate that you own an investment property or your personal home or residence so that you can learn techniques that can save you literally tens of thousands of dollars on your next home sale and allow you to become Fizbo Smart. (laughs) This is episode 50 of the Fizbo Smarts Podcast. I'm Steve Klein. And I think I've told you in, in these episodes of 2023, uh, I'm giving you quick tips, tips you can use to sell your home for sale by owner style, as what we do on this podcast. Now, I know that in the past, I've talked about this pretty much extensively. And, and in the very first episodes, we walked you through a, a real homeowner uh, sale, our home that we sold for sale by owner. And then after that, we've just been giving these tips monthly. And we're going to continue doing that. And again, you know us, we, uh, we're we not uh, against real estate agents. In fact, we have friends and family that are real estate agents. And if you need to sell your home and you don't have the time, a real estate agent may be just the thing you need. However, there might be times where you want to save the commission for one reason or another, say the interest rates are going up or the economy is slowing down. Maybe you want to get out of your home, but you don't have enough equity built up. Those are prime examples of when you would want to do a for sale by owner. And that's what we're here to help you with. And in this episode, we're going to go over a kind of a continuation of where we went off and left off last month. Now, I said uh, in 2023, we were going to start doing these quick five to 10 minute podcasts to give you a quick win. And we're going to continue on with that journey from last month. And last month, we talked about everything to do with the yard sign what you want in a yard sign, what you want your public, your audience, your people driving by your house to to envision when they're going by your house with that yard sign. But after the yard sign, what's the next biggest thing you think you'll need? If you said a flyer box, well, you're partly right. You do need a flyer box. And in fact, it would be recommended that you have one attached to your yard sign. But before you you even have one of those, You need a flyer to put into the flyer box. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode is the flyer. Now, I know there's many creatives out there, people that love to just create things, create newsletters, create flyers, create banners, or maybe you're not really into that. Either way, I'm going to give you my top seven tips, the the top seven items that you need to have on a flyer for sale by owner when you're selling your home for sale by owner style. Now, these are just my personal uh, top seven, but I think they're key in order for you to, one, clearly and concisely share with the public what you're selling, showcasing the best qualities of your home, and also attracting new and potential buyers. So you ready? 
here we go. One is that you want the flyer to be just, I would say, on plain white paper. This clears any distractions that a person may have. I prefer colored print on that paper, black and white for the text, but color for the photo if at all possible. And I'll get into that in just a second. So here's the top seven items that I want, I'd like to see here. Here's what I like. Number one, title. The title should be the hook that hooks people into your house. It could be, if you live in a, in a metropolitan area, it could be the city uh, the city house, or if it's your if you're, it's your name, let's just say you're the Smiths, the Smiths bungalow, or the Smith, Smiths home, or the, you know, or if you're in Seattle, uh, Seattle bungalow, or Seattle, Seattle house, or uh, the Smiths house in Seattle, something like that. Whatever you want, make that title really sing and make it something that you like personally. Now, some people just put their address. That's okay, too. But I want you to try and think creatively here. Not too much, but just enough to entice someone into your world, uh, so to speak. Okay, so you got the title. Uh, Let's just say it's the Smith's home or uh, the Johnson's estate. I don't know. You, You can think of whatever title you want that describes your home. Second, you want a description. Now, a lot of people just put the description as three bedroom, two bath, home, and then they give the address on it. That That's a great description. It's clear and concise and to the point. Number three is the money shot or the eye candy. This is the main picture of your home. Now this picture should be at least a five by seven. If you have a flyer that's an eight, eight and a half inch by 11 inch long, just a regular sheet of paper, I'd like that photo to be big. Like think of either a five by seven or a four by six. You can kind of draw your own conclusion on your flyer, but I I like to have that probably down, probably about three inches from the top, pretty much center. It could be center, it could be off-centered, but it needs to be visible in the center of your flyer. That's how I like it. And which brings me to my fourth item, which is number four, ancillary photos. These are the ancillary photos of your home, uh, meaning your yard, photos of the backyard, photos of the garage, photos of the inside of the home. Now, obviously, with a flyer, there's limited real estate on that flyer, right? Speaking of real estate. So you want to try and place the most flattering and the most accurate depiction of your home in those photos. Now, When I say these ancillary photos, they're almost like a thumbnail. They're gonna be like three inches, maybe a couple, two and a half inches. And there's gonna be about maybe as many as you can fit around your main photo. So usually, if you can imagine it, uh, like I'm seeing a flyer here, there's gonna be your main photo. And off to the right, you'll have a row of two rows and you'll have two, four, six photos. And sometimes I like to wrap the photos around to the bottom of that main photo. You can have whatever creative juices flow, uh, design it the way you like, but really that's a key is two two to four, sometimes six photos, eight if you can fit them in, but you don't wanna draw too much away from the main photo. And they all should enhance that money shot the big nice photo of your home the front view usually is what the what that uh the large photo is so all those ancillary photos should promote 
that photo. That should promote the big uh, original photo. So, all right. So number five, details of the home. So right next to those photos that I was just speaking about, either below it or above it, you can start putting a little bit of a descriptor there. Now, I like mine to be about a three-inch width column that just spells out no more than three to four sentences about your home. Now, this could include anything from the neighborhood, for uh, school district. Um, You can also put extra features of your home. If you have a big backyard, you can put one acre backyard, whatever the case may be. This is where you want to put a little bit more of those details in the home. And of course, something that, 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 that'll enhance that home, that will attract people to your home. Six and seven are going to be the easiest ones. Your name, number six, and number seven, your contact information. Now, if you're a husband and wife team, number six could just be you and your spouse. Now, if one of you have already agreed to just take on that responsibility, then that's where your name goes. So your name, followed by your contact information, and, and you, usually what I do is put my phone number and, and then my email address that I want to be uh, public with. So be careful with that. If you don't want your personal email, get a generic one. You can, you can sign up with Google for a free email that just has to do with your, your home sale, and you can make it specific for that. The other thing is to remember, when you put your phone number out there, you could get calls from just everyone. So if you want... Not, if you don't want people to call you on your personal cell phone, make sure you get a cell phone just for this purpose. So think about that ahead of time. I talk about that in my uh, Fisbo Smarts uh, For Sale by Owner course. You can find, find out more about that at fisbosmarts.com. But there you have it. Episode number 50, creating the flyer for your home. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to talk about the flyer box. I know, sounds really exciting. But believe it or not, there's a tip or two that I can give you on your flyer box. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, this is Steve Klein saying, be Fisbo smart and save thousands of dollars on your next home sale. And we'll see you in the next episode.